If I told you the things I'd seen on my ways If I told you the things I've done in my days Just don't say I lived a thousand lives I piloted a thousand souls I killed and fought and died Just for a single road Welcome to uh, session five of the Glittering Night in Vampire Fifth Edition. We're gonna f- we're we're starting the recording uh, sort of mid game, um, just to to um, catch you up. Uh, we're skipping ahead a week because Stork's character was left in torpor uh, from an en- enormous amount of damage. Uh, he is now awake, um, and he uh, was left in a room because the party has a new safe house where they're we're going to meet that's uh, more secure and not blown. And um, and um, and now we will continue with the game in progress. <laughs> there you go, perfect, smooth as silk. All right, um, uh, uh, Lakshmi, what are you doing? Oh, I am going to uh, compile. Like while we were gone, I would have been able to track the bloodstone to the uh, to the safe house that. Uh, Colin's ghoul went to, so I would like to uh, to know where that was and see the aftermath of what happened. Okay, all right. Um, so, are you gonna like do it like a like drive by there or? Yeah, I think at first I'll do a drive by. I'll like scout it out. Okay, all right. I'll get to that in just a minute because you got to drive there, and that's like I'm gonna guess like Pomona, so half hour away probably from where you guys are. Uh, Samantha? Um, I think, uh, let's see, Ana Sophia is probably in the church. Uh, just hanging out, doing her usual. Okay. Also, I did have a question. I had a note from last time about uh, what do we get for working towards our ambition? Because I think a couple of us did that. Uh, is that Will Willpower? Back. I think you get willpower back, isn't that it? Or, or is that a? Do you get an XP boon boost? I don't remember. I'll look that. I think it's a willpower thing. I think. I think that used to be what it is, and hardly anyone's even remembers to use willpower right now. So let me see if it says on here. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, I'll, I will. Uh, I will look that up when we have a, a brief lull when you guys are talking amongst each other, or unless someone else wants to look it up. Um, okay. Um, Felix, um, you get a call back from, uh, um, trying to, uh, basically you're going to get the same information that, uh, um, that they got. On the app, you mean? uh, Yes. On who owns it. And I'll just give you like a, a brief summary of that to kind of bring you up to, up to speed. Basically, 
The guy who owns it sold it to another company, which is owned by another company, which is owned by another company, and these are all like very vaguely named shell corporations. So clearly, it's owned by the the conclusion that that he he made was it's either owned by the government or the mob. So, but he did this. Your your um, I don't know if did I mention uh, the server farm last time? I was, yeah, go ahead, uh, Pooja. At the end of a session in which a character has worked towards their ambition, they recover a one point of aggravated willpower damage. Okay, all right. I don't think anyone's taken any willpower, correct? Okay. Not that I know of. Um, um, however, like, fun and exciting. Like, I understand, like, superficial versus aggravated damage for, like, health, but not for willpower at all. It works. Well, here's, here's, what, here's the things you can do with willpower. Uh, you may take one point of superficial willpower damage to re-roll three dice. Uh, you may not re-roll hunger dice. You may not re-roll rolls against tracks, that is, humanity or willpower. You may not re-roll checks, including rouse checks. So you, so if you get a crappy roll and you want to pick up three of your dice and re-roll them, uh, you can do that most of the time. But not on hunger dice, not on track rolls, or rouse checks. But it still doesn't answer the fundamental question of what's the difference between aggravated and superficial Ag- willpower damage. Aggravated uh, willpower damage you take in social conflict. Because basically the conflict... Oh, yeah. There's a combat system for social stuff. And it's essentially exactly the same, at least at the basic level, it's exactly the same as a regular combat system. It's just if you're, you know, uh, exchanging witty repartee with another vampire, let's say at court, um, they may uh, uh, humiliate you enough that you actually start taking aggravated willpower damage. So you can... That, that, that's basically how you would take it. But you can take a superficial willpower. Also, when you get to zero, uh, you're considered, uh, oh, what's the term for that? Impaired. And then you're, oops. And then you're at, um, you're at a negatives to a bunch of stuff. So Just so everybody knows, uh, that is not the fault of the Strategicon t-shirt. That is a very well-made t-shirt. It is. This is hold a microphone well. Fine, high-quality t-shirt. It really is one of my favorites. All right. Um, so now I don't think did I did I mention anything about the server company for Smash Chat last week? I don't think I did. Not that I remember. Okay. All right. So uh, Felix, um, your guy is able. He says he can't he can't buy uh, the Smash Chat app because. Um, he can't actually phys- like talk to anyone who would have any sort of authority to sell it because it's owned by so, so many su- a succession of shell companies. However, he says that the guy who developed the originally developed the app, his name is Dane Dane something or other. Uh, Brookmeyer. Dane Brookmeyer, that's him. Uh, he tells you that uh, he he owns the company that owns the server farm that Smash Chat uses. And he is willing to sell that if you want to buy. And that's in, that's in the basement of the same building where, where the development team that made Smash Chat works. 
Absolutely, I would buy that. Okay. All right. So you're you're that 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 is in the process of happening. Okay. So we'll we'll assume it's a bit rich. Uh huh. It's its own discipline onto itself. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So so you you've got that going. And uh, anything else anyone is going to do, or should we fast forward to the point where you guys meet? Or are you going to actually? Meet? Yeah, I have a small plan. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'm going to set up a social media contest called Tunnels and Trolls, uh, where you go into downtown and you play uh, basically live action sort of uh, uh, RPG slash uh, 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 hunt where you have to go into the basements of uh, uh, office buildings in downtown and look for clues. Okay. And the more you report about what you find, the more points you get. And the prize is, I'm going to pick like, like a really cool like, like gamer laptop. Okay. All right. That reminds me, last session, Stu, I wanted to have my herd go check on veterans and see if they had any information about people trying to contact veterans to join this uh, Inquisition. Because I know that a lot of homeless people are vets and might have there's some overlap there. Right. So within that week, so that's the reason I will go to have check with my herd to find out if they've heard of anything. How many dots do you have in herd? Or, uh, hold on a sec. Two. Two, Okay. Okay, uh, one one of the one of your herd uh, does tell you that n- none of obviously no one's asked them, um, but does tell you that uh, he had a buddy who was contacted by someone like four or five years ago, who was obviously worked for some kind of shadowy organization. The guy wasn't sure if the guy was government or if the guy was maybe organized crime. He really didn't know. He just wasn't interested and he sort of waved off of the whole thing. But um, it did, the, the guy did, he didn't like come out and say, you're going to be hunting vampires. But he he did say that, you know, this is on, sort of on the edge of the th- things that people think they know about the world. And he sort of alluded to things like that. And he can give you like a description of the guy, but the description is going to be very um, nondescript. And he's wearing a you know cheap government suit with a black tie, that kind of thing. I, I just need more like contact, the points of contact, okay. maybe even like meeting places or something like that. I, I'm a, I'm assuming they go to like all the PTSD meetings around town and try to recruit kind of a Blackwater kind of thing. Okay. Um, well, this, this, this happened a few years ago. So that's, that's about the only lead you can find. Um, but he can, your the member of your herd can put you in contact with that guy if you want. That would be great. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh my God. I keep rubbing the wrong mouse. I would say the solution is to only have one mouse, but it hasn't helped me at all. Yeah, if I... I don't know. I, I do too many things. I need too many computers. Uh, I way overthought how I was going to do this, this setup, so I'm doing pretty golden. 
I need some more tabletop space. That's the issue here. Same. My issue is I have too much crap covering all of my open spaces. Yeah, that too. But, you know, the solution is to get more tabletop space. I like the way you think, Lee. Okay. He tells you the guy's name is uh, Lucas Walton, and he gives you a phone number, and he gives you his address. That's that's to Floyd. Oh, he didn't hear me. He didn't have his earbuds in. Now he has one earbud in. I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> uh, the guy's name is Lucas Walton. Uh, he's a uh, that, that's the combat vet who was approached by Persistent Dawn, uh, and he, they give you his uh, cell phone number and um, and his address. Uh, he lives in uh, oh, we'll say like Alhambra. So, um, uh, Lakshmi, uh, you drive by the safe house, and um, there is police tape around it. Um, the house itself looks intact. It doesn't look like there's any windows broken out um, or anything like that. But they, there is um, police tape. It looks like they've put up, you know, those, those not the orange cones, but the orange tubes they put up. You know what I'm talking about? The, they have those, and they have the sort of the tape wrapped around those things to kind of string off the the front yard of this house. And it's like a typical track home in Pomona, little ranch-style house. But there's a, but looking at the house, it doesn't look like there was a shootout or anything. Copy that. Um, uh, can I find out what happened there? Like, look into the police reports and okay. get, you know... Get the dates. Yeah, um, you could first. The first thing you can do, like a just like a news search, and it says that there was a shooting here. Um, uh, there were no suspects. Um, all the neighbors said that they they thought the house was vacant, and um, when they heard gunfire, someone called the police. And by the time the police showed up, whoever was there was gone. And they did. Um, no no bodies were found. The only thing they found was shell casings on the floor. Okay. Uh, I would like to try to sneak in okay. and see if there's anything I can find there. Okay. Uh, just give me... How do, you mix, how do you do stealth? I don't remember how to do stealth. Uh, is there a stealth thing or is it subterfuge probably? There's a stealth skill. Oh, there is a stealth skill. There you go. Okay. Stealth plus dex. Don't forget your hunger dies. I got two successes. What's your hunger die? Yeah, it, it looks like a normal success. I don't have my cheat sheet that you made for us because it's still oh, okay. at your house. Uh, but but your, your your hunger die isn't a ten or a one. I got the vampire app to roll dice because my dice are also at your house. Oh, okay. So so it is. It says the result is two successes, and I used a hunger dice, and it is a it, it, it is the normal it, like crossy thing. Okay, 
All right. So you're you're able to get inside. Uh, and this house is, um, it, it, I mean, it, it's it it it's in total disrepair. Lawns real tall. I mean, it's made to look like no one's ever here. Um, and when you get inside, um, the refrigerator, there's a small amount of food. There's like some lunch, like some sandwich meat and like a pack of cheese. And you find like a loaf of bread and, uh, there's a few cans of like beans and chili and stuff like that in the cabinet. But I mean, not, there's not a lot of food here, but probably, eh, probably like a grocery bag and a half worth of food. Um, there's, there's blankets and, and, uh, like mats rather than beds in a couple of the rooms, uh, looking around at, at the, the way things are arranged. It looks like there were probably th- like three or four people here. Um, give me, they don't have a spot hidden. Uh, I forgot we figured this out last week, didn't we? What the perception role is? Intelligence plus... Awareness, that's right. That's right. Awareness and insight. Let me, let me look at my definitions of those because I still don't remember which one's which. Insight and awareness. And I think insight's more trying to read people and awareness right. is more looking at things. Yep. So awareness plus uh, wits... I got six successes. Um, Stork, help me out here. (laughs) I can't see it. What are they? Okay, so my hunger dice has um, the cross with the claws. And one of my other dice has cross with stars. (laughs) That is upside down. Okay, so it looks like I got a super success. No bestial success, even. Oh, so you got... So is that a 10, then? Yeah, I got a critical success on with my hunger dice. Okay, all right. Messy critical. So, with a messy critical, you take one or more. Here, here's the possibilities, and then we'll figure out exactly what happened. Because this is basically to see if you find something in this in this place. There's, there's like a hidden stuff, right? Obviously, you're going to find it. Um, lose one. Uh, take one or more stains masquerade breach or lose one from an advantage if none of these are applicable it's just a mess Uh, now let me tell you what you found okay yeah Uh, basically you're looking around carefully you know this is a safe house so you know that there's going to be um, th- there's probably some kind of supplies hidden someplace. So you start kind of going around and in one of the bedrooms, there's like loose floorboards. So you kind of pry them open and you find like, 
what, probably like three assault rifles and you find like some uh, plastic explosive and some detonators and stuff like that. Oh, I got it. I think I got it. Um, you also discover that the, the house is wired to explode. Um, so maybe you, I don't know, maybe you grab the stuff and then go ahead and hit the, the trigger. So the detonator, not a detonator, but like a, a timer. So it blows up. Yeah, I think that sounds as you're, legit. As you're on your it's way like out. a uh, like a parting fuck you. Right. Yeah, excuse right. me, F you. Okay. All right. In keeping with the theme of breaking and entering homes here, I mean I don't think we've left one home standing yet, right? I mean not if we're doing our jobs right. <laughs> they knew what they did. <laughs> All right. So so you you uh, you grab the guns in the C four and uh set the uh, set the timer, or, or let's say it's a little push button thing that was in there, and you take it with you, and you kind of click, click, click. Well, I feel like maybe it's a um, a kind of tripwire situation. Okay. Like um, the house is wired to explode if anyone goes like, you know, messing around too much. Okay. So I set up something to like. You know, MacGyver a little thing to like fall down. Okay. On my like when I'm far enough away that I won't get blown up. Alrighty. Okay. So you get out, you get back in the car, and then like three or four seconds later, boom! The whole the house goes up, and it takes out the houses on either side of it, probably killing the people in those houses. Go ahead and take a stain. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, uh, remember that you have a stain at the end of the session because that's when you roll that. And your, uh, the amount of stains you can take is the, the number of empty boxes in your humanity track. So then, um, should we assume that uh, at some point you guys go and, and uh, meet Floyd at the uh, at the uh, mall? Sounds good. Okay. All right. So we'll say. Uh, for everyone else, about a, a, an hour goes by, and then you all decide to go meet. You're all there. Thank you all for saving my um, life. I uh, I really thought that would have gone better. You thought reasoning with vampire hunters? They they didn't want to listen. I don't understand. Why would they want to die? Well, honestly, I don't think that they thought they would. I, I think that these guys are well-organized and very confident, and I think that they feel like they have a hand up on us. They're fools. They're fools. They're going to learn today. I'm telling you. We gave them every opportunity. They, they just didn't want to live. I don't understand. Who doesn't want to live? Some people believe that a cause is more important than their own life. And... You know, you can actually legitimately see it from their point of view. They found they lived under the supposition that they were on top of the food chain. That no longer seems to be the case. So they're reacting like prey usually do. Perhaps they'll reconsider next time you try to reason. Well, I think we can uh, safely assume that they're fanatics. Colin, when you 
hit your unmute. Can you hold it down just a little bit longer? You're clipping yourself at the end. Well, I, after I woke up, I went to talk to my herd. And so I have some new information, perhaps another lead um, about a, a Lucas Walton who got contacted by the Second Inquisition a couple of years ago. And perhaps we can go and talk to him and find out who his point of contact was and maybe track down where they're pulled up from there. Good work. Also, I managed to trail down who owns the server farm that runs that, communi- that dating app that they're using to communicate with each other. I am going in, and I have some very good leads on buying that server farm for myself, so we'll be able to sample their data. I wonder if we can track them through that as well, because if we can find out you know, where a collection of those phones running that app might be, then we would know where their meeting place is. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, once I get it, we'll download all the metrics. And uh, once we have that, we should be able to make an educated guess as to where their general routes are, especially if we have access to the particulars of what they're chatting to each other. It should be easy to separate uh, what they're talking about versus legitimate sexting, I think is what they call it now. Oh, please never say that again. So my my question is, should should we give some of this information to the sheriff or should we just try to gather up more information to give him a more complete in other words should we go visit this lucas walton guy or should we ask scully what we should do i find it usually wise to take legitimate action first and then simply inform him afterwards i am not encouraged as to the competence of that man I have updated the Seneschal with information you received from uh, Stanley Cartwright. But one thing that I wanted to speak to you guys about now that we're together and all awake. Hold on, are hold the... on one second. Hold on, hold on. Um, we're still, uh, Joey, we're still having the same problem. It cut off like the last half of your sentence. Okay. Um, yeah. So I updated the Seneschal with our current uh, information that we got from Stanley Cartwright and the fact that their base operations may be based in the basement of some skyscrapers in downtown. So hopefully they are starting to do some kind of reconnaissance and ready some kind of forward movements against them at that point. And I'll let y'all know what I found at the, uh, at the safe house. And I'm going to figure that he managed to take out all, if not most, of the people who were stationed there, but obviously other people went and cleaned it up before the authorities got there. Also, I think that we may be uh, missing something. If you guys remember, I actually uh, got some notes that needed to be delivered to uh, some people that had some information. And although we reviewed those notes, I don't think that we've actually thought about courses of action uh, regarding them. Um, So we know that um, B, whoever that is, they've ghouled most of the cops in the area and command and the command watch sergeants Uh, were blind there. So we don't, and they're, we're expect, they're expecting reinforcements. I'm, I'm assuming this is about the anarchs. Uh, from Central Valley in a week, which means now, uh, maybe 20 or so, uh, mostly uh, uh, Gs and Bs, so I'm going to say Brujas and Gangrel, uh, talking about making a Rose Bowl push flanking Glendale. 
so although this second inquisition thing, of course, has been uh, topmost in our thinking, um, we managed to really kind of forget that we're currently at war with the Anarchs and we're in a border section. And some of the warnings that we've gotten would lead us to believe that we might be fighting a war on two fronts. This is the first time you've shared that information with us. No, you've held these notes in your hands. Uh, there was another note about um, somebody possibly working with the Inquisition, but that note I have not heard before. I have not yeah. heard it either. I seem to remember that you were like, well, hold on to that one, but I think you only passed out the one note. Oh, okay, because uh, well, we can retcon that because my intent was completely share all of these, which explains why we haven't been talking about them more. So that's my bad. I apologize about that. Um, but I don't know who B is, but the other, uh, but the other note, uh, and I'm assuming that it's B, it just simply says she's definitely working for them. Uh, and I'm not exactly sure who that is, but that's the note. From my recollection, uh, a Sally Smith, who was a childer of the former prince, uh, was a Ben True, and... From what I can ascertain, she's my prime suspect as who, who she might be, who is the she who's working for them. I don't know if we have a way of getting in contact with her, but she probably went off to the run of uh, the Anarchs. So perhaps we kill two birds with one stone and stop these Anarchs from annexing the Rose Bowl and maybe get some more information on the whereabouts of Miss Smith. Can you read me that part about Miss B again? Sure, let me just read the, the note completely as is, so you guys have everything you need. It starts with M, comma, I'm assuming M means Miroslav, uh, since this was directed towards him. B has G'd most of the cops, at least commanders and watch sergeants, we're blind now. Next paragraph. B is expecting reinforcements from Central Valley in a week, maybe 20 or so, mostly G's and B's talking about making a Rose Bowl push flanking Glendale. More later, BH. BH, what not, big head. Would it not stand to reason that the B would mean Bruja? That makes the most sense. Yeah, you know, I know a female Bruja who starts with B. And she's a nasty piece of work. Is your sire here? I don't know. I could see. I'm really not sure if we want to poke that badger, but yeah, it sounds like Bodle might be in town. Well, it's better knowing than not knowing. Uh, even if there is, if, even if we do shake something up. Yeah, she was, last I heard she went to Europe, but that's where the Anarchs are, so it's quite possible she's hooked up with them. She's a bruja, and she does like anarchy, and it, I don't know if this is, seems like a big power play for her, but she does run an international human trafficking organization. It may just be business as usual for her. Well, Port of L.A. is an important uh, resource for a business like that, so I can see why, they would, that, why she would want to have some interest in the Los Angeles area. Yeah, um... She might just be here just to mess things up. Hey, Stu, uh, game point of question. How does one know if one sire is in the area? Is there like... I don't think there's any really real way for you to know. Like a, like a 
like a vampire sense? I don't think so. Yeah, there's not like a spidey sense. No, I don't think so. Um, also, just so you guys know, um, the the head of a anarch domain is called a baron. Oh well, never mind then. <laughs> I just thought you might because you would know that all of you would know that. So my vote is still to try to stop them from seizing the Rose Bowl. Perhaps we can get some of the other coteries in the nearby area uh, to join with us, push them back, because the last thing we need them is closer to our border. And maybe it'll draw out this Sally Smith and anybody else who may be working with the Anarchs in opposition to us. If we can find Sally Smith and somehow disrupt her communication with the Inquisition, find out when they're making their push, we can actually put both of our enemies against each other at the Rose Bowl. I'm in favor of using the Inquisition against the uh, Anarchs, but it's a it's a dangerous thing to start manipulating one side against the other because it's it's going to embolden them, and you know they're it's a double edged sword. They're truly a double edged sword. Uh, I have a feeling that perhaps we might need more than just the six of us, the four of us to do this. That's what got us into this position in the first place. The Ventru trying to use the Second Inquisition against the Sabbat. And now look where we are. I don't know if we want to necessarily do a smaller version of that in Los Angeles and have the same thing happen again. Because if it fails and we just do this rogue on our own, who's going to take the hit for it? Well, it's a slightly separate, different situation in that the Second Inquisition has already been giving, given vital information, and there's no information that we'd be providing other than the location of an attack by vampires. So we're not playing a lot of our cards out of our hand there. The only question is, is can we maintain anonymity throughout that? If we cannot, then I would suggest we do not do so. If we can retain a certain amount of anonymity, I don't see a downside. And protect uh, Miroslav and the Glittering Knight while we're at it. I'm just saying, I don't want 20 angry Anarchs knocking them knocking by back door. Uh, we can't take on 20 angry anarchs, I don't think. At least not on our own. But at least we also know that the higher-ups know the same information we do, and hopefully Miroslav being Miroslav is preparing for it as we speak. I mean, considering the Glittering base, Knight is not defenseless. Considering their base is supposed to be in downtown, it makes most sense for Miroslav to take that point of action first, since it's closest to his known door. Is there, a, is there a date when this is supposed to be happening? Uh, we got this a week ago. Uh, actually, two weeks ago. And it's, they say in about a week they're gathering those numbers. So I, I'm thinking that if they're planning on doing something, it's going to be fairly soon. I wonder if we can check the schedule to see if there's anybody who's rented the Rose Bowl today or anything. Unless they're just... I mean, they can't just wander around the Rose Bowl and not be noticed, right? Well, the Rose Bowl in and of itself, when it's not active, has minor security. Um, and there, there's not a lot on-premises. And if they actually manage to get in the cameras and to the, the however many security guards they have, and I doubt that that's more than six or seven, um, then they could easily secure the location for whatever they want. The only thing they'd have to worry about is any other events that might have booked the space. 
So, and if they have control of uh, the this of di- a police dispatch or anybody in that situation, as the note indicates, they would be able to avoid any unwanted patrols at the time. And the Rose Bowl is relatively isolated in, for for area around, so uh, as long as they were quiet about it, nobody would even know. Yeah, this makes me very uneasy. Besides being just on the doorstep of our territory, it's even more on the doorstep of this new safe house that we have set up. I assume we reach out to the coteries. I know Pasadena's moot, but perhaps there are other coteries nearby that we can join forces with, at least for now, to push them back out of the Rose Bowl. Alhambra? Who's left in that area? Pasadena was taken out, right? And that's was the closest coterie. Uh, what what else do we have? Oh, there do we have anybody in that Eagle Rock area? It's like us and maybe Monrovia. I don't know. I mean, I almost feel like we need to talk to the sheriff and see if he can't mobilize some animal spies or something and find out what's going on. Well, you also have to keep taking into account that me having this information is. Um, well, would implicate me in doing something that perhaps the prince would not want me to do. So the fact that we have this info from this notes should be kept relatively close to our chest. Well, can you mobilize the parents? Already done. In which case, the, if we attempt to bring any further people in to assist us, then we just say that you... Uh, that you got the information from? Well, I don't know. I, I'd like I, I, I'd like to go under the assumption that since Miroslav received this note, that he would mobilize whatever you, whatever forces he wanted to mobilize towards that. Maybe we should ask the Seneschal uh, if there's uh, if there's any information about things going on in our area, and hopefully he'll be forthright with us. It seems oddly odd that if he's mobilizing troops to prevent the taking of the Rose Bowl, that he wouldn't tap us since we are so close. We're not exactly soldiers. I I believe that, well, if I were Prince, I would actually think that we are a, a very dangerous resource that needs to be used well in what our, in within what our strengths lie. Um, none of us are particularly equipped to deal with militarized Ruha and Gangrel. Agreed. We should at least we should at least send the parrots and scout because I think that even though we may not be able to do anything, the, the five of us, we should at least know what's going on. Um, if nothing else, so we can prepare to move quickly. Well, I have them uh, basically hanging around the Rose Bowl area. Okay. Well, what? 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 How? Do, what do they do? Uh, they they're actually fairly intelligent. But what they generally do is, I tell them, hang out in this area. Uh, if you see anything really loud, really shiny, or uh, a large groups of people uh, milling about that aren't supposed that aren't usually there since they're actually familiar with the neighborhood to report back. Okay. All right. 
Um, so basically, if a huge fight starts out of the Rose Bowl, they'll know and they'll tell me. Got it. Uh, two points. Uh, first off, uh, the next closest, besides you guys, uh, coterie to uh, the sort of uh, that northwest Pasadena area would be the Alhambra San Marino coterie. So you could contact them. Uh, Carolina. The only thing they're good for is blocking a freeway. <laughs> That's a very ca- Southern California inside joke. A holes. <laughs> um, uh, you, you guys probably know at least one or two names from that if you wanted to contact them. Uh, secondly, um, your parrots will tell you that they they are they are seeing. Um, people who seem to be coming into the Rose Bowl area and they're kind of hanging out and hiding. Very good. Uh, I am actually, with that information, I am going to call the sheriff and tell him that. Okay. All right. Ring, 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 ring. Ring, 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 ring. Yes? Sheriff, um, I have some information for you. I don't know if I really want to uh, talk about it over the phone, but uh, I wanted to see if you were free to speak. Yes, yes. Where would you like to meet? Do you want to come here or do you want me to go to you? Um, you know what? I'll come to you. I'll be there in about uh, 30, 45 minutes. Alrighty. See you then. What did what did Sam and, uh, and uh, what did you guys call it? Was it Nosferatel? Oh yeah, Nosferatel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, any anything anyone else wants to do before uh, Jim goes and meets with Scully Wallace? Uh, one thing I did realize that, and I meant to ask you earlier, was did the trail of the bloodstone die at the uh, at the safe house? No, it or did not. Did it go anywhere else? Did, how long does it last? Let me double check, but I want to say it lasts like a week. Okay, we'll say this one was a good one and lasted lasted two since we fast forwarded a week. Oh, uh, actually, no, I could just retcon what happened. Um, what is it? What is it? T- how does it inform you where it is? GPS. It's GBS Global Bloodstone. It is a sorry. I was reading to myself. Um, <laughs> I can sense the direction and distance of it. Um, okay, and that last and yeah, I was right. It lasts a week. It lasts a week. Okay, so um, he was moving. Then you guys didn't tell him where you are stationed, right? You didn't tell him where your coterie is, right? Okay, no. uh, it moved. Like, let's say, I don't know what day of the week it is. Let's say six days ago is when that event happened at that safe house, that the, the news reports, and it kept moving for another six days. And it looks like he was headed south for a while, like he was going to, like heading into Orange County, and then, uh, and then he headed west, like he was going to like Sunset Beach or one of those places, kind of one of those beach cities by Long Beach. And right now, currently, he is um, 
he's over on the Motosin, the island which replaces Catalina. Hmm. It's surprising that he survived. Just not surprising at all. He was left for more of my blood. Very big motivator. In, in game, Stu, do we know what happened to the Motosim? Is it just a big vampire compound? Because I know Miroslav invaded it, right? Miroslav invaded it and basically... Uh, right, well, currently, the, uh, Katarina von Leitheisner is the, is the prince of... of um, the Motosim? Um, uh, yes. A mode of sin. Yeah. Oh, good for her. Um, yes. Yeah, she... Right, right, well, she, Prince, Lord, one of the two. So, uh, still still under under Miroslav, but she seems to be... They have a lot of independence. Um, do you think that it's possible that your ghoul was picked up by another kindred? I was going to say the same. If possible, I want him back. Well, if he was instructed to not tell anyone about you, he could be being tortured right now. Hmm. The fact that he survived means that he has more to offer us. I suppose a trip may be in order, but I'd hate to leave before this attack on the Rose Bowl occurs. It's entirely possible he's part of an invasion team to the moat as well. That seems much more unlikely, considering he would have just perpetrated a massacre at the safe house. True, and he did say that uh, his fellow Inquisitioners would simply kill him on sight. So, since he's still alive and on the move, seems like he did a good job. Uh, or they were already dead when he got there. Or, or they never caught him or implicated him. Or he's dead and somebody took the stone. Hmm. That's possible as well, but once again, who would take it without destroying it of that set? Well, if they knew what it was, it, it would be a real way, a real good way to lure us in one direction or another if they thought that we set it up. Yeah. And I mean, it looks like a... It looks like what it started as, which is a uh, one of those baubles that you pick up from... You fill a jar with them and then, you know, instead of water... They also make really good tokens for Magic the Gathering. I have no idea. Which is, <laughs> I only know real magic. <laughs> oh, the fake stuff's fun, too. I'll show you later. <laughs> no, thank you. There is no express to the mode of sin, right? It's going to take us like four hours by boat to get over there? No, it's not that far. It's like, uh, oh, you probably got like, probably a 45 minute, at night, a 45 minute drive. And then the boat ride over is probably a half hour. All right, let's stay on task. So we, we've got vampires gathering at the Rose Bowl, and then we have a possible thing over at the moat. Um, maybe could we send parrots over to the moat, perhaps? I know, as the parrot flies, it's not that far to check it out. 
or eight parrot or two. Uh, that's not really usually their area. I see those bloody parrots all over L.A. Yeah, but I'd have to figure out how to communicate to them how to get to that island, and I'm not really sure I know how to do that. It, it's not super easy. You can show them stuff and they understand, but they're not going to understand. Just go west about three, four, five miles until you find an island. The ghoul is drawn to me. He's addicted to my bite. I think that our best chance of fighting him is to send me to the moat and have him basically come to me. If this is a trap, walking it alone doesn't seem like the best thing to do. True. Lakshmi, how uh, accurate is your locating? Are you able to locate the uh, bloodstone? I know exactly how far it is for me and what direction. And based on that, he is at the moat. I just rules point of clarification. Uh, is that effect over since it's been a week or is it still functioning? Well, the last, the last location she got, which would have been right before it expired, uh, was he was, he was on the mode of sin. So, and that's at this point, probably day old information. So it's reasonably, reasonably current. Also, Samantha, can you um, can you try disconnecting and reconnecting again? Because your audio is getting is getting icky again. And, yep. Thank you. And Colin, if he's drawn to you, there's no reason you can't just call him from anywhere you are. He can take a boat back over and meet you. Yeah. I don't know that we exchanged contact information. I was expecting to survive that encounter. I'm glad he did. But if he were to come back with me, he could be the point of contact to give the information to the Second Inquisition about the attack on the Rose Bowl. Yes, and I'm just saying that if he's drawn to you, can't you just put out the siren call and he will show up here in L.A. finding his own way over to you? He can't resist coming to you. He will come to you no matter where you are. Let me out of character look at that power real quick and see how much that actually works. Yeah, do me a favor. Yeah. Uh, should we go ahead and have your uh, meeting with Scully? Because that's about now, Jim. It's not work. The push is not working. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, all right. So you go back to his his lair, or his office actually, not his lair, but his office. And uh, he still has the same map on the wall with all the little pins in various places. But it looks like all of the yarn has changed locations, or because it's a different pattern than it was before. Can I surreptitiously take a picture of that with my cell phone without him noticing? Yes, that's not a problem. I will do so. Okay. So, what can I do for you? Uh, you're 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 mute, not unmuting. There we go. For some reason, okay. Um, my, some of my animal agents have reported some suspicious activity around the Rose Bowl, and I wanted to inform you of that. Oh, yes. Um, we're expecting that there's going to be some poachers, probably from Pornvale, coming through there um, and over the next week or so. 
And um, yeah, we're uh, we put some uh, some uh, people in place to kind of monitor that situation. Um, I haven't heard back from them yet, though. I don't know if they've if they've detected them yet. Well, I'll let you know that I've detected them. Well, um, I'll I'll get a hold of them as soon as I can, and uh, make sure that it happens. Um, when's the last time you saw Anna Tremont? Um, non-player character. Who's Anna Tremont? Anna Tremont is the um, oh hound, uh, deputy oh, to the sheriff. Yeah. Bruja. Uh, no, I haven't seen her since the since that time I went to go see Big Hit. Well, didn't we hand off the journal to her? Yeah, but that was that. that I, I dropped that off, and then I went to go see Big Hit. And oh, was, I had to order my stuff. My bad. Yeah, I, I handed her off a journal that that I recovered. Right. Uh, that was the last time I saw her. So about a week and a half ago, I'm going to say. She's been disappearing for a long period of time, kind of frequently, and um, not really keeping up on her job. I'm thinking about, I may have to um, talk to her about it. Well, certainly if she does contact me or if I see her, I'll let you know. Um, Is there anything you wanted me to speak to her about? I figure this is your biz. Oh, I'm just kind of curious where she's going. Because she... What I mean, she when I, when I first brought her in as you know my assistant, she was she was uh, doing a good job, but lately she seemed to be slacking off. Hmm. Okay, uh, but if you, yeah, if you see her, tell her I want to talk to her because she's not answering my texts. I'm gonna look him in the eye and I go, look, I want you to know, I'm a friendly resource. So if you think that I could help you and especially in your function for Marislav, please let me know and I will do whatever I can. Well, yeah, if you can find, if you can find her and, and see what, 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 what the heck she's doing, that would appreciate that. Oh, uh, well, we'll do. I'll, I'll see what I can do and I'll be in touch. All right. Uh, but just as a side note, and, and I, I would consider this a personal flavor, a favor. Um, if you have soldiers, doing stuff in my backyard, I'd really appreciate a heads up because sometimes things get messy and we don't want that. And we don't want to waste resources. Well, I can't say that I have soldiers anywhere in your backyard, but Miroslav might, because he kind of has his own, uh, his own sort of, I'm just saying, if you hear some stuff on the sly, if you could just let me know, uh, just a friendly heads up that there's some stuff going on. Uh, because last thing I want to do is, is, you know, step on Miroslav's toes or mess up one of his operations just because I'm, I'm ignorant. Uh, but I, I will send him a message as well and, and, and let him know that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. And uh, the more I know, the better. Okay. Thanks. All right. That's that. Yes. Uh, you're not muted. You're unmuted. Not unmuted. You still can't hear you. Still can't hear you. Still can't hear you. No, there can't. we go. Uh, I found the thing on Lingering Kiss. Mortals fed upon the by the user become addicted to the kiss, obsessing over it and even seeking the vampire out for repeated feedings. Mortals often become anemic, self-harm, or even die from this addiction. The vampires find a useful power to cultivate a herd. Okay. Alright. So, but there's no like supernatural way that they will find you. Okay. Alright. 
Okay, so like you, when you go, you head back um, to back to the uh, the where the the new safe house. What are we going to call that place? We need a name for it. Anyone have an idea? Mm. Was it a? Did you get? Did you guys? Settle on an abandoned mall. What was it that you decided to? Or yeah, it was an abandoned mall. Okay. Are we, are we talking like old eighties mall? Are we talking like it's an old eighties mall. mall? Yeah, oh, it's, okay, it's, like like the old Eagle Rock Plaza. Exactly. That's like, exactly it. Right. It probably is. That's probably what you're thinking of is the Eagle yep. Rock Plaza, which mm-hmm. is right there, Eagle Rock Boulevard, in yeah, York, I think. But Maybe. yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about that that area. We can just call it the mall. Okay. Yeah. You want to go to the mall? Yeah, let's go to yeah. the mall. Okay. Um, so uh, you head back. On your way back there, um, you get a call from Scully. Hey, Scully. Well, it, it turns out that um, Miroslav does has some forces over by the um, the Rothe Bowl. Um, okay. So there... Um, yeah, I, I, it, might get, it got, might get messy there. Well, I, I appreciate that, and I'll make sure that uh, I, I respond accordingly. My coterie is not particularly a, uh, a uh, combat-effective coterie, but there are other things we could bring to the table. Excellent. Well, I just wanted to let you know, in case uh, you guys decided to head over there. I appreciate you, man. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Talk to you later. All right. Hey, speak for yourself. I can set people's blood on fire. <laughs> right? We did a pretty good job last time. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, we can kill 20 people, not a problem. I don't want everybody knowing that we can't. Don't bother wearing bulletproof vests. They don't do shit. <laughs> Anybody who's been in real combat will tell you that exact same thing. Also, don't try to reason with your enemy. No. <laughs> don't walk up fully in the open to the lunatics. Yeah. <laughs> Don't whiz on the electric fence. my awe roll. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a crucial roll? Then yeah, you're going to miss it. You're stork. Yeah, that's, of that's, course. Right? You have yeah. your own mythology, dude. Yeah, I know. Okay. So, uh, where, what are you guys going to do? Where are you going to go? Because uh, Colin was talking about going to Moda Sin. Is that happening? Uh, we might want to wait on that, I think, because if there's an actual battle happening at the Rose Bowl tonight, you know, there's a rumble going down, we might need to be at least watching our borders, if not somewhere in the area, to make sure that any stragglers or anything doesn't affect us, because I could easily see that spilling over into Pasadena and then us. So you think we should take up the bastion that was left vacant by the Pasadena Coterie? We've already started, I think we already started, or I already started patrolling Pasadena because it's an empty spot. I don't, we can't be faulted, I think, for walking the no-man's land between our zone and the Antarctic, or the Anarchs, because that's kind of, we're right here. Wait, I thought that the Anarchs were in, like, Burbank Valley, like, the North Valley. Right, but then the Pasadena Coterie got wiped out, so now there's nobody guarding Pasadena. So basically, Pasadena is a no man's land, and we're the next. We're the next front line, yeah. Between oh, LA. I see what you're. I see yes. the, what you're saying. I thought you meant. Never mind. 
Yeah, the the, uh, the Anarchs control the enti- the entire San Fernando Valley, pretty much. And there's a back way along the 210 freeway to get from probably what's that Sunland to uh, to Pasadena. Yep. So basically, Pasadena is just one big open ground until we can secure it as our own. It's it's up for grabs, and it sounds like they're making a play for it right now. And if they win, that puts the Anarchs right at our doorstep. As much as I hate to admit it, he makes a good point. I mean, best case scenario, we are able to defend Pasadena and annex it to part of our territory, which makes us more powerful. Worst case scenario, they come in and take Pasadena and they're on our doorstep. I think we may have to go and protect Pasadena. Right. I wonder in what capacity. My, my initial thought is to perhaps to watch the battle unfold and then pick off any stragglers, anybody that runs or anybody that's been wounded. or Because I'm not sure if we join in with Miroslav if we're not going to just be targeted as well. And therein lies my concern. Without his approval and say-so, attempting to encroach upon his battle that he didn't see fit to warn us about, is as likely to get us killed as anything else. But I think us standing sentry at the border of Pasadena and picking off the stragglers as they come into Pasadena would make us look very good. We're protecting this land that has no one to protect it, it just means it should be ours. Agreed. Agreed. It's proactive, but it doesn't interfere with his current plans or involve us on the front lines of the, this battle. So I think it's a wise choice. Nobody can fault us for guarding our territory. We just It's a matter of trying to see the whole battle at the same time and, and be in the right place to pick off any stragglers, if there are even stragglers. If nothing else, we need to know how this battle unfolds so we know what to do. If Miroslav's army gets wiped out and the Gangrel and Bruja are weakened, then perhaps we can attack. If if Miroslav's army wins, no problem. I am going to miss Stanley Cartwright. He wasn't unattractive. But uh, there's always the opportunity to ghoul more Second Inquisition. I'm sure we haven't seen the last of them. Uh, I would. I, I mean, would. Lo- he might still live and. I don't think we've seen the last of them from the moat. You can get them tomorrow. That's my hope. But if I have to sacrifice this pawn to seize this entire board, it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Is there any reason we couldn't just send a courier over to the moat with a burner phone to look for him? I suppose not. I actually kind of enjoy that idea. A little chase to entice him. Exactly. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to send the courier with the burner phone, the only number in it is mine, uh, to search search out the Stanley Cartwright on the mode of sin and see if I can get any kind of contact with him to bring him back to me. If not, no skin off my nose. But if so, that's a big boon in our in our cash. Okay. May I suggest that uh, the number in it is another burner phone that you will have. 
oh, naturally, I don't give anybody my actual phone number. None of you actually have my phone number. Some of us have actual phone numbers. <laughs> Jim, just to catch you up, we're uh, we're planning on watching how the battle unfolds at the Rose Bowl and either jump in at the end to help wipe out stragglers or, you know, just if Miroslav wins, then no problem. Uh, the other thing is we, we do want to maybe establish the fact that we are also watching out for Pasadena because it is in hopes of annexing it, but it's also in our backyard and it would be dumb not to, right? Absolutely. I agree with that totally. But we need some way to watch the battle unfold and at least have up-to-date information so we know what's going on. Uh, I'll just go on Amazon and I'll buy some drones. Okay. We also, one other point of contention, I think the, the missive that you read to us says the police are controlled, so we may have them to deal with as well. Yeah. I'm not worried about the common constabulary. Okay, uh, so uh, are you guys going to... When are you going to head over to the Pasadena area? Well, I don't know. Probably now, because it's, you know, nights are wasting, right? Yeah, did Scully's information sound like the battle was soon? Yeah, uh, he said it should be any night now that that should happen, according to their information, and of course ours. Uh, perhaps you could have one of the parrots come and tell you when something is going down, and then we can know how to get there. It won't take yeah. as long to get there. They're, they're in the area right now, and they're under strict instructions to let me know if anything weird happens. I mean, we're a scant 10, 15 minutes away from there, so I uh, we might as well... Honestly, if it's not happening tonight, and I would have thought it already would have started if it was, we might as well go to the moat and track down Cullen's little pretty. You know, tell you the truth, I am not really excited about fighting. You should have been there in our last fight. Then we would have had two of us in Torper. I'm just saying, I can punch a wall real hard, but I'm not very good at it. Well, you know... A kindred shield is as good as anything else, I suppose. Look, I'm willing to do what it takes to, to ensure our mutual survival and and to have this coterie flourish. And I'm not saying I'm beyond a fight to do it, but I'm I'm going to be careful about where I spend that asset and when I don't. Would you feel more comfortable we spent this night preparing for the battle, giving you some kind of advantage uh, instead of rushing in hot-headed and unprepared? Uh, preparation is always good. Um, uh, what what assets do we have to bear? Well... well I do have all of these, uh, these brand new weapons and they're incendiary rounds. Also... 
a handy dandy cache of explosives. Oh, see, that's very useful. Um, and this Holocaust cloak. Uh, my thoughts went exactly the same direction. But uh, what I'm thinking, if we do have explosives, maybe we could uh, acquire some vehicles, put them in the parking lot, fill them with those explosives, use that as sort of a fallback, and when they're chasing after us, blow the explosives and hopefully stop the pursuers. You mean like this stolen SUV that I have? Just like that one, yeah. How convenient. I'm also wondering, we're dealing with Gangrel and Bruja, so that's a lot of fangs and claws and animals and bats and wolves, and then weaponry as well. They're going to be, the Bruja will be armed, and the, Gru- and the Gangrel will be animals. Uh, Gangrel and their obsession with the dogs. So what do you do, leave a lot of chocolate out? Well, not chocolate per se, but I, I mean, I'm thinking there's going to be a significant amount of rats, there's going to be a significant amount of uh, uh, perhaps um, wolves or, and maybe bats or ravens. Um, so, yeah, maybe some sort of rat poison is be that simple, even something contact-wise. Most rat poisons have to be ingested. I mean, out of character, I don't know of any poisons that are contact poisons. I only know of the ones that, like, you you have to get them to eat it. Yeah, I think arsenic. Yeah, yeah you're right. Anything contact-wise takes a while. Anything that you can buy legally would take a long time. No, to there are options here. Uh, there are high-frequency emitters that will disorient, if not repel, a lot of the animals that we're talking about. That's true. If we have, assuming that most of, or at least a portion of them would go in for animals that have much greater hearing, then the noise emitters would be debilitating. I mean, that makes the most sense to me, really. I, I'm just trying to figure out, I mean, we're, we're probably going to be dealing with a small army of animals as well as vampires in animal forms. It, it should do a fairly good job on the mundane ghoul animals. Um, out of character, isn't there, isn't there like an animalism? Can't you just summon a, an army of rats or something? Isn't there like a power of that? that? Not that I have. Um, I can ghoul and control a whole bunch of different animals. Right. Okay, and that's the main ability I have, and the fact that I can speak with them uh, fairly fluently within their own, you know, limitations. It, I mean, it's out of character. I mean, I, I guess my character wouldn't particularly know the power set of all the vampires anyway. I mean, there, what, there, there is something like that stork, but it's a level five uh, animalism check. Yeah, that's the other thing. We don't know how how many there are and at what levels they are. I mean, we can assume the leader is going to be more than one or two, and I'm assuming there's going to be a couple of leaders. I don't, I don't know. We should probably prepare for a small, very powerful army of very angry vampires. I don't know how. Hey, to Stu, do, that. Uh, do we have any idea of what uh, the basic 
potency of the anarch? Do they have a lot of thin bloods? Are they dealing with a lot of, um, you know, relatively at least on our level, powerful vampires? What what, what assets do they have? Um, well, you you don't know specifics, but um, generally speaking, there there are a lot of thin bloods. Um, there are a few vampires that are were more powerful and older. Uh, in that area, who when when the Baron came and took over, pledged allegiance to him. So he does he does have at least a handful of of kindred who are way more powerful uh, than you guys. Probably not fifty of them, but he might have four or five. One one high level gangrel could tear us all apart. I'm pretty sure. You also you also know that uh, uh, what was her name Sally Smith is that right Colin um, that's correct she she is uh, very low generation probably pretty high blood potency because she was she was one of the uh, the kindred that was uh, uh, created by Sebastian during the last campaign and he had gone to great extents to to get his generation as low as possible. He was probably like fifth or sixth generation or something like that. So, and he and and then he turned a bunch of people into vampires to basically kind of build himself an army of powerful kindred. She was one of those one of those people and one of the few remaining that wasn't hunted down and killed. Okay, I just wanted to have a general idea of what they had to bring to bear because usually when you when you're when you're going for an all out attack you have a lot of cannon fodder uh up front and then some people do the real wet work. Right. And maybe that's what the police will be for. Yeah, well the anarchs don't care about the masquerade, so that's definitely a possibility. Again, our role is more cleanup also, as a sec afterthought, not that I've brought it up, another concern of ours is to uh, be alert to the maintenance of the masquerade. And one of the secondary objectives, if we do become involved in this, is to assure that and try to uh, shore up any breaches. All the more reason to stay on the sidelines and watch out for that and for stragglers. That's a very good point, and if, and if this goes sideways for Miroslav and we mop it up, that's definitely worth a boon, isn't it? Very good thinking, yeah. Maybe closer to that sheriff position than you think. I like figureheads and working in the background, personally. I just want to be left alone. So if we have something over him and he leaves us alone, that's better. Well, I like coming up with great ideas and, and uh, trying to do the best I can. But if things go south, I like somebody to take the fall for me. And Scully seems pretty good at something like that. So. <laughs> All right. So our plan now is to just watch. We're going to gather our resources. I think anybody that can use a rifle with incendiary should probably at least have it handy. Um, the rest of you, I would also just, if you can use a gun, use it because wear them down before they get to us. Uh, I, having been hit with this incendiary, it does a 
thorough job of taking down a vampire, even a gangrel. Okay, well, I have a firearms of one and a melee swords of two. So I don't know if anybody else has better firearms wants to take an incendiary round instead of me, but I have that to offer. I do also have firearms one. So you guys are all good at rifles. That's good. And I'm better than that. So, Yeah, my only real combat skill is brawl because my potence and stuff So. That's fine. If you don't know how to use a rifle, I'm just saying if we have enough rifles with incendiary devices to go around to those of us that can use them, we should at least have them. And then I feel I feel that that will give us the best chance to take down a raging gangrel or a really bitter bruja. That well, sounds like a good plan for those of you who know more than which way is the way to avoid being pointed at. Shoot them with the pointy end. Or I could set their blood on fire. Or both. Bear in mind that you can only do so many incendiary rounds before the rifle is useless. There'll be plenty laying on the ground. I'm going to assume you guys probably have four or five rifles from from the Pomona safe house. Probably each with a magazine, 30-round magazine of incendiary, and probably two more. So you probably have... a total of probably 12 magazines. Since it sounds like, um, I'm sorry, Starks, your character's name is Floyd. Floyd. Uh, yes. Since Floyd has the best, uh, or the most experience with, um, firearms, perhaps we should give him most of the rounds. Perhaps me and Anna Sophia take one each and the others do the best they can. I feel like if what you're saying and what you're saying does seem to be true, the uh, wear on the weapons from what I have learned, that just take the extra guns. I can only carry so many. I mean, having one rifle is enough for me. I mean, having another one or two handy, maybe in the car or whatever, might be fine too. But that way, we can all get to them. But I, I'm not going to walk around with five rifles slapped in my back. I, it's just I can only use one at a time anyway, and by the time that rifle I think melts down, it's going to be hand to hand. I mean, you do you do what they do in the movies. I mean, it's it's you have one in your hand and one strapped to your back. It'll be very daring. Well, setting up a couple of little caches of equipment hidden around the outskirts may not be a bad idea. I don't want to go anywhere near there until it's time to. I don't want to tip our hand, and I don't want to accidentally get stumbled onto. Well, we're not. We're not trying to get involved in the main battle. We're trying to maintain Pasadena. So long as our caches are still within the realm of Pasadena, I think we're fine. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I'm, I thought you guys were talking about putting caches around the Rose Bowl so that if we had a running battle, we could pick them up. Okay, yeah, that's different. Stu, is there any possibility of me getting any flashbang grenades or uh, uh, tear gas grenades? Um... Make a resources roll. Okay. Yeah, don't you know prop guys? Don't prop guys have access to actual weapons, Pooja? Armors. Yes. The answer is just yes. Also, most uh, of the so, armors have their own cache of weapons. <laughs> um, I, I'm still rolling a hunger die for this. Yeah, role. of course. <laughs> I just wanted to remind you that I remembered before you brought it up. <laughs> 
Stu's obsession with the Hunger Dice mechanic is hilarious, especially considering the situations in which we have gotten a messy critical have been so benign. Right. I got two successes. Okay. Um, yeah, you can get, you can probably get uh, tonight, if you wanted to get them tonight, you could probably get your hands on like like four flashbang grenades. That's plenty fine. I've got a pretty decent resources roll. I've got three dots in it, so I'll go ahead and do the same thing. So okay. I'm going to roll two and then one for the hunger die. Yep. Jim, I don't know what you're drinking, but it looks thick and viscous and red. It looks like you're actually drinking blood. That's why I picked that drink. Very nice. I got bumpkiss. Ah, okay. What's your hunger die come out at? <laughs> that was a two. Oh, oh well. Okay, close. I don't know what would happen if you frenzy because your resource you failed your resources roll. Would you go to shop? Only a, only a Toridor would frenzy <laughs> after failing your resources roll. <laughs> That's a legitimate point. What do you mean I can't have that? Do you know who I am? <laughs> All right. Um, you can see the Ventru doing it. The Ventru would definitely do it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I can see a Tory doing table flips because they can't get what they want. Totally can. <laughs> I'll do a table flip if I do get what I want, just to make a point. So are you guys going to go, um, go like, hide, have, set up caches in Pasadena? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. How how secure do you want to make them? Do you want to put them in like, like, um, like flood control? You know that you know those. You know what I'm talking about when you go. Uh, the water runs along the the gutter and it goes in that thing on the side. Of the, you know what I'm talking about. What are those called? Gutters. No, Sewage? not the, not the gutter, but one that like when the water runs along the gutter and then it goes into this little thing. Yeah, it's, those rain basins, right? Yeah, that, may, that might be what they're called. Something they're like, like catch that. catch basins, and they, they go in there, and there's usually a manhole above them that you can right. get down through the little ladder, and it's a catch basin. Right. Is that kind of what you're looking at, or you, or, or where, you, where do you want to put them? What day is it? Well, let me check. Dahlia, stop. Yeah, I hear dogs. The gangrels are attacking. I mean, no. I, if it's I mean, the 19th, being... if it's the 19th, it's Sunday. So it's Sunday night. I have the 17th as our current date. Oh, is it the 17th? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I looked at the wrong date. So, so Friday. It's Friday night. Perfect. Uh, Golden State overnight bins? Hmm? They don't check them on the weekends. Uh, they're basically uh, these mailboxes for Golden State overnight, and they're all over the place. Okay. Uh it's a courier service. You can easily pop the lock and hide something in there. Okay. All right. Jim, you're a dangerous man. I don't even want to know how you know that. <laughs> That's actually from working office services for several years. <laughs> That's your story and you're sticking to it. Good idea. So uh, who's setting up? Are you guys all going to set up the caches or are you just setting a couple people or how, how is this going about? Let's just say that we set like uh, three or four caches around the area. Okay. And then. Like each of these. Yeah, yeah, let's draw a map. I'm going to say Jim draws a map because he knows where these are. And then we each have a map, and maybe each each of us goes and drops one off. Okay. 
I mean, night is short, too. We don't have all this time, and we might as well get it all done at once, right? Rather than all of us traipsing from place to place to place. Uh, okay. Um, while um, Colin, oh I'm going to say there's four, there, so four of you went, or all, all of you went? I, I assume probably all of us. Okay. Yeah. All of, how, how, did you say there was four catches, five catches? So one person catch, perhaps? Yeah. I think one person per catch. Okay. And, and strategically placed, so they're in basically radiating areas from the outside. So there's a close one, a second closest one, so on and so forth. Exactly. You made a map, and each one of us was assigned an area. And then we're all going to meet back at the mall. Okay. So when uh, Colin, when you're setting up one of the caches, um, uh, you see Anna Tremont, the Bruja uh, Hound of Sheriff Scully, and she approaches you, and she is dressed in like it look. She looks like she's dressed in in something that's not supposed to look like tactical gear, but looks like tactical gear, at least to your eye. But it uh, it, it it's. She's, it's all very dark, not quite black. A um, lot of pockets. That kind of thing. Just like whip gear, kind of? Kind of, yeah. And she uh, she walks up walks up to me and says, uh, what, what are you doing over here? I am just uh, preparing for the inevitable. Oh. Um, it's going to get dangerous. Yes, that's usually what preparing for the inevitable looks like. Um, we are just really keeping an eye on this empty, vacant vacuum of authority that the Second Inquisition left in their wake. What are you doing out here? I assume you're doing the same? Well, yeah, I, I've, this is part of my patrol area now because, uh, because of that power vacuum. But I think I think Miroslav's got his new toy out there, so it's going to get ugly here in a little bit. New toy? That sounds intriguing. What can you tell me about it? Um, uh, I don't know a whole lot about it, but they're from Eastern Europe, and there's about thirty of them, and he hired them. They're some kind of mercenaries, I think, or like maybe Russian or East. European special ops. I'm not sure, but they um, they've only shown up in the last you know, last week. They've been trickling in a couple at a time, and they're armed to the teeth. And Kindred now, armed to the teeth, or is this a no? Uh, no, they're mortal, and not one of them speaks English. Are you telling me that? Miroslav's new toy is a direct answer and replication to the Second Inquisition. Maybe he's being real quiet about it. He's not mentioned anything. It's just that I've seen people going in and out of in and out of his domain. Um, people have been asked to pick uh, people up from the airport and not talk to them. Things like that. But this has been happening over about the last week. It's so intriguing and so interesting. Um, I'd love to talk with one of them just to 
to pick their brain about what's going on across the world. Do you think there's a chance of any of that happening anytime soon, or do they have plans? Oh, they're out. They're all out there right now. She's kind of po- pointing in the direction of, of the Rose Bowl and like the 210 freeway area. And she says, they're, they're, they're all out there right now. How's your Russian? I think I think it's Russian. I'm not sure what they speak. Where's yeah? It's my Russian's pretty rotten. Where's Miroslav um, from? Is he Croatian? I don't remember. Because he can talk to him. So maybe he's Croatian. I don't know if he speaks Russian. It sounds like Russian, but I don't know if it is. Very interesting. Um. But good to know. I, I feel much safer knowing that Miroslav's men are out there protecting us while our entire world seems to be flipped upside down. Um, perhaps you could let me know if any of them cross into our territory. Again, I'd love to try to get a one-on-one just to maybe give them the ins and outs of our territory and help them better protect us. Okay. Um yeah, if 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 an opportunity like that comes up, I'll I'll call you. I don't know if it will though, because Mirsol has been keeping these guys kind of close to the vest. Has he given any reason as to why, or is he just very protective about his new toys? I, well, he's well, he is Nosferatu. They love secrets. Well, thank you for the information. Um, I'm glad that our streets are being kept safe by our prince. Long may he reign. And uh, <laughs> if I can help you with anything else, I'd be glad to. Nope, I'm just supposed to just kind of check the area and make sure that uh, no anarchs take up residence. Then we're on the same page. That's all I want as well. Down with the anarchs up with our prince, and uh, death to the Second Inquisition. Yep. Well, you have a great night. You too? And she kind of wanders off. Great. So once we're all together, I'm going to relay as much of that information to the Coterie as possible. Okay. So, apparently, Miroslav has some kind of plan. He's keeping close to the best. And these mercenaries are somehow involved. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, by the way, during this time, I'm actually texting uh, uh, Scully. Okay. That's very curious. I would be interested to get uh, my hands on one of these mercs as well and see if I can gain any visions. Of what might happen. I just wonder if things have gotten so dire that he is actually relying on the help of the kind to fight our own kindred enemies. It's strange, but the element of surprise might work. But just so you guys know, the conversation that I had with Scully, um, She's been acting rel- she's been acting somewhat strange and falling out of contact and apparently been doing things that she hasn't been reporting. So take what she says with a grain of salt as well. 
Do you think she might be after Sully's job? Do you think maybe she's working in opposition to Sully to further her own position? She's a vampire. I'm going to go with an absolute yes. Do you, maybe she's just trying to do an end run around the bureaucracy so she can actually protect? Because it sounds like there's a lot of games going on and she's not part of it, and yet she can't do her job without knowing it. That sentence made no sense, but <laughs> but you know what I mean. I'm just saying that uh, all of this information is eye-opening. We we need to take into account that the source may be questionable. And I was always led to believe that the Anarchs controlled a lot of Europe, maybe even Eastern Europe. Well, and if she's working with the Anarchs, then she may have been feeding you misinformation, Colin. That's completely possible. I didn't let her know exactly what our plan was, just that we were keeping an eye on Pasadena uh, and that we were here to hopefully stop any Anarch incursion. But any specifics, I purposely left vague. But it strikes me so odd that Miroslav would hope that Kind could stand any kind of chance against the kindred in any actual mortal combat. Well, the Inquisition seems the right, to be doing fairly well. Exactly what I was thinking. With the but, right gear, the kind can honestly obliterate us. But the Inquisition seems to be relying on the element of surprise. They haven't really encountered us in straight-up combat. And when they did, at least in our experience, we massacred them. This, have you heard about these mercenaries before now? I'm surprised. Also, they su- be an expendable uh, first wave in an assault. I am assuming or, that people in Europe have been hunting our kind for far longer than those here. Or they could have other resources at their disposal. Let us not forget that blood sorcery is not the only, or even the true nature of the magic. Certainly there are a lot of options as to what these things could be. As far as we know, they could be gargoyles. Yeah, let's keep an eye on it. I don't think there's anything we can do about it now. We can either see that information proves out to be true, or the information proves to be a red herring, but either way, we don't have any options. This is all just wheels within wheels. All we can do is watch it. Actually, Colin, you could validate with your uh, with the Seneschal since you seem to have a rapport with him and tell him about the information that you've picked up and from whom? You do make a good point. Uh, that may be a best course of action just to confirm with him that this is what's actually going on and that Anna uh, Tremont isn't just spouting lies and misinformation for some other political that, and I believe that this kind of thing, would she would probably have been instructed to keep it under her hat, and the fact that she so casually mentioned all of this to you, to me, is somewhat suspicious. Agreed. I think it was- Oh, you broke... You, we lost you again. Can't hear you, Joy. There we go. I don't know why. Sometimes my thing just goes straight to chat. Um, yeah, I will, I will reach out to Paul Murphy and confirm with him that this is what's happening. Uh, as a concerned neighbor of the Pasadena Coterie, and see if he can confirm or deny the 
use of these new toys in the upcoming conflict. Sounds great. Okay. Hello. Yes, hello. Uh, uh, is it, this is Paul, yes? Just want to make sure I have the right number. Yes, indeed, yes. You've got, you've got Paul. Good. It's Colin, in, in case your caller ID didn't let you know. Um, I did give you my actual phone number, which you give to very few people. Um, but just so you are aware, uh, I'm, I am concerned about the absence of a strong kindred um, presence in the Pasadena area. I was there patrolling out of the goodness of my heart and uh, encountered Anatremont spouting information about a, a new force of Miroslavs. I just wanted to make sure that the Pasadena area is being taken care of. Can you confirm any of this information? Um, <clears throat> let me put it to you this way. I can neither confirm nor deny that Miroslav might have resources that some of us are not aware of. That is that is very, very useful information. I was just, as a concerned citizen, making sure that our neighbors were well taken care of. But if Miroslav has it all under control, I will uh, rest easier knowing that the outlying areas are well-maintained. Um, were Miroslav to have certain resources at his disposal, I believe it might be uh, in his nature to um, overestimate their value. I understand. So while I shall rest easy, I should rest easy with one eye open. Indeed. Well, if there's anything I can ever do for you, I stand your obedient servant. I very do appreciate that. Y'all should come by for a game of chess sometime. I would love to. Perhaps in the next few days when the tension is lightened up and we can breathe a bit easier again. Indeed. You have yourself a good night. You as well. Click. Well, uh, we've gotten more or less confirmation that these forces do exist, but whether or not they're everything Miroslav says they are stands to be questioned. So I think our best course of action would be to keep the plan as is, and best case scenario, his new toys decimate the Anarchs. Worst case scenario, we are there to save the day and raise ourselves in the eye of the Primogen Council. So, everything is stands, except it sounds like you have your best and worst con- case scenarios confused. It's always best to see the worst case scenario. It's always best to see the worst case scenario as an opportunity to laterally advance, if not um, actually advance. Also, we need to be. Uh... We need to be vigilant that in our cleanup attempts that we're not um, 
taking out the wrong targets and certain whether these are these people are effective or not they're Miroslav's pets and I'm certain that he would not appreciate us eliminating them well how are we supposed to know no one ever told us they were there I don't think that Miroslav would accept that as an excuse I like how you expect a reasonable attitude from your leaders <laughs> if no, you can't you're tell so the almost human if you can't tell the difference between a kindred and a kind, we have more to talk about than I initially thought. Yeah, the Russians will be the ones that are armed, and the kindred will be the ones in, with fangs and fur. But it would seem, at least from what I understand, that these forces were brought in to deal with with the Anarch Menace, not necessarily the Inquisitorial one. Considering their deployment, I would agree with that. I think they're here to prevent the taking of the Rose Bowl. Uh, if they were designed to take out Second Inquisition, they'd be posted in downtown LA, as far as I can, I can see. Well, with any luck, the Second Inquisition will sniff around too, and they'll all get caught in the crossfire. I don't think there's anything more we can do tonight. Should probably get ready for tomorrow. It doesn't sound like this is happening tonight. Agreed. If we... If... I mean, since it isn't happening tonight, if we go to the moat, I can track your boy. It may be too late to go to the moat at this point. I'd rather not stay the night on the moat. I don't really have a place to stay there as yet. Stu, so, do you think we can... I mean, because we took, what, two hours to set everything up? Yeah, it, I would say it's probably midnight or one o'clock. So you probably have another three, eh, four or five hours before sunrise. We could at least find out where he is. And we wouldn't all have to go. So let's do a uh, return on investment analysis of this. What do we tend to benefit from contacting this person at the moment? He is a contact that has information about the secondary position. He is someone that we can leak information false. Oh, you, you, you stopped. You muted again. I hate my keyboard. Uh, he is someone who has information about the Second Inquisition. He is someone we can leak false information to about, the second, about us to the Second Inquisition. He, he may prove useful. Again, I could always get another, but if we have one that's still viable, I'd hate to see him go to waste. Well, he seems to be in a relatively safe location now. I'm just simply asking, what what is the immediate benefit of us doing it right now? I mean, if nothing else, finding finding him while he's still alive, and he's not liable to stay that way for long on the moat. 
Okay. Again, though, weighing the importance of the things that are coming, I think perhaps being well-rested for the fight to come may be more in our best interest. He is drawn to me. Perhaps this what drew him to the moat. Perhaps he'll find someone there and can direct him in my direction. In which case, I'd love to know who that person is who knows who I am. But uh, I think our resources and our time is best spent preparing here. Uh, I'd rather live to see him another day than see him tonight and not to live past that. I mean, we're not kind for us to be tired tonight and because of exertions tonight on the morrow. I'll go. And I don't mind roughing it for a night. You don't Do we know anyone on the moat that would be able to at least locate this person for us? Does anyone have um, any contacts or well, point of contention, Lifeheiser's a Tory, right? Huh? The person in charge, Anna, is a Tory, because that was Sam's right. old... Her, uh, her, her sire. Her sire, right. right. And she, her, her original character was a Torridor, so that would make Joey aware of the of the Torridor leader of the moat. Oh, sure. Yeah, you guys know who is in charge, yeah. Okay, so... Oh. I can illuminate the Trail of Prey, which means I would literally have, like, a glowing path to him. I just need to be close enough for it to, like, matter. Oh, fuck yeah, then. If it's going to be that easy and you already have a tool to do it, then yeah, sure. Yeah, can I call ahead and kind of make a reservation with the uh, the Lord or the Prince of the Moat and be like, hey, a Torridor is coming. I'm going to... I have some business on the Moat. It may take me up right up until dawn to keep a place for me to stay for the night, and that's easy. I thought I had just no contacts whatsoever on the moat. And no, I just take my boat. <laughs> it's a bat boat. It's only a 22-footer, but, you know, it's nice. I suppose that will do. Oh my god, you really are Bruce Wayne, aren't you? You even turn into a bat. Hee <laughs> hee. To gonna use his boat? Is it, yeah, it, I'll use his boat. Absolutely, if that's offered. If that's offered to us, like a big speed is like a big speedboat, or is it like a it's not, not a sailboat, right? No, it's a, a twenty-two foot uh, yacht. Okay. All right. So you got like a forty-five minute drive down to is it moored at Long Beach or San Pedro or something like that? Probably, I'm assuming. Uh, no, I'm docked at Newport. Oh. <laughs> Okay, that's 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 a little farther of a drive. So it takes about hour, hour, probably hour, hour and fifteen minutes to get there. I'm keeping track of time. And uh, there's his boat. What's the name of the boat? It's called the Dulcinea, and Captain Roberts is right there waiting for you. Great. Uh, I believe that uh, we will embark and head over to the boat. Okay. Um, that probably takes about 30 minutes to get there. Thank God you're proving the point with accurate timekeeping. I know. <laughs> There's a place in my heart for you. It's a very, it grows larger every time you can be a date. <laughs> okay. So around 140, uh, let's, no, let's see. 
Around 2.45 a.m., you arrive on the mode of sin. And that is... uh, You come to... What was the name of that? Is it Pleasure Harbor? I think that was the name of the city. It's basically the, the, the sort of resort town. Mostly hotels. Tons of bars and restaurants. Um, there's a big sort of isthmus that comes around off the island that sort of creates a protected cove. And there's a, an enormous, like, uh, beachfront um, resort there. Um, because it's winter, there's not a ton of people here right now. It's not, like, packed, crowded. Um, but there was Sanguin Caliente. Sang- that, yeah, Sanguin Caliente. That's the, the name of the the um the the beach resort on the isthmus um so i mean it's not super crowded there's plenty of mooring spots and all of that kind of stuff so they <clears throat> pull into a spot and uh and they let you out basically on the boardwalk which kind of uh goes along the the east side of the island and there's restaurants and bars and bars and restaurants and bars and restaurants and maybe even like a little tchotchke place and then more bars and restaurants Mostly bars and restaurants. If you've ever been to Catalina, there's probably a bar for every person who actually lives there. Accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Lakshmi, please lead the way. I think Anna would probably go with you guys. She's not one to miss an opportunity to visit a den of iniquity. Road trip. Let's all go. <laughs> F it, let's all go. Okay. So you're all going? Sure. Yeah, yeah I, I think we rather than having this big battle go while there's like one of us there, <laughs> we should probably all be at the moat. Yeah, so that way, if it does go down, at least we're not like, hey guys. I am now going to gonna try to make uh, make it a point to try to dodge every major combat as possible. <laughs> or just split the party every time, yeah. Okay. I'm all about splitting the party now for unknown reasons. <laughs> Maybe because my character spent many sessions insane in Call of Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a success on my ritual roll. Okay. What, what and the, the, it gives you like a line that you, only you can see. Is that what it does? Yes. It basically. So what happens is I take out a small ribbon. Uh huh. I make an incision. Like I have like the weird jeweler's nail, so my pinky nail is much much longer than the rest of my nails, and I make a small cut on the inside of my palm and I coat the ribbon in blood and then set it ablaze. And as soon as that finishes burning, I see a glowing path that leads me to my target. Okay. And what's the range of it? Does it have a range? Nope. Oh, it doesn't. Okay. All right. And you have a line uh, or a path uh, illuminates itself and it um, is goes... Along, along, um, sort of south along this boardwalk, and then it turns down one of the many streets, like probably twelfth place, and and it looks like it's heading inland. 
yeah, I'm going to go ahead and follow that, or I guess follow Lakshmi. Okay. Hey, sorry, I had to make an additional rule. I succeeded in that, too. But I have to make an intelligence plus survival rule to follow the trail. Oh, okay, all right. Got it. Um, so you, you follow the path, um, and it leads to a... Uh, um, like an apartment building. It's small. It's probably like a little two-story apartment building. And it's one of those ones that were sort of like an open-faced apartment where there's there's probably like four, there's like five units on the bottom floor. And then there's like a little exposed walkway and there's five units on the top floor. And it leads up the stairs into room number 24. Cool. I am going to uh, give a little rat tap tap on the door and invoke some awe to get him real excited about seeing me again. Okay. So you knock on the door. Correct. And you hear someone. You hear. You hear someone. It's not a voice you recognize. Say, who is it? Yes, I am looking for uh, Mr. Cartwright. Uh, there's no one here by that name. Are you sure Stanley's not in there with you? I do desperately wish to speak with him. There's no one here by that name. Go away or I'm going to call the police. Will you at least come to the door so I can speak with you in person? Just to let you know, I am not standing in front of the door, Stanley. <laughs> no. Um, just out of curiosity, where is everyone else? I think I'll be down the stairs, sort of looking around to make sure that we don't have a lot of people going, hey, what's going on? Okay. I'm going to be up against the hallway wall. Like, if the door were to swing open, I'm not on the side where I would get bashed by the door. Got on the other side. Okay. Yeah, to the side, a few, several feet away, using Cloak of Shadows to be in the Is there a back entrance to this place? Uh, there's a balcony. Then I will be standing outside of the balcony, also cloaked in shadow. Okay, are you going to be on, on the balcony? Are you going to jump up? No, okay. I'm not going to jump up. Okay. I could, but I'm, I'm going to be right outside. Okay. I'm calling the police. Uh, can I slap some persuasion? Oh, you're, you're, you're muted again. Can I slap some persuasion seduction on that to try to get him to not call the police? You can try, sure. All right, we're going to go ahead and do that. So this this is just a plain old, plain old skill roll, correct? Or are you going to? Are you using a um, a power, a discipline? Sorry about that. Okay, uh, this is normal skill roll, so it's going to okay. be persuasion, seduction, and I'm guessing charisma or manipulation. Which one did you like? I don't think it would be charisma at this point since you're talking through a door. Let's make it manipulation. 
and the specialty I have, seduction, would give me just one extra die, right? I believe so, yes. That would be two successes with one on the hunger die. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, so so you, you basically just try to convince him to open the door yet again? Like, what is your, what is your tactic? Yeah, my tactic is basically to, to get him interested enough in what I have to say to open the door. Okay. So that I can awe him. Okay. So, so, so he waits. He waits a second after you finish talking, and he says, "I told you to go away. The police are on their way." Hmm. I'm just going to look at the other members of the party. Like, any ideas? Okay, so I'm going to motion to Floyd to, like, basically take out the door. Okay, so I'm going to stand back, and I'm going to leap <laughs> up onto that second floor and into the door in one fell swoop. Okay. That's I have uh, I have soaring leap, which is free to use, so I will just use my momentum to smash the door open with my unbreakable vampire body. Yeah, you can do that. So you you blast through the door, right? Yeah, from jumping from the courtyard up through up over the railing into the door. Yes. Yeah. Um, give me just like a athletic strength. Just to see how well. I mean, oh, even if God, you, I two points of athletics. Today. Even if you fail it, I'm, you're, you succeed because that's kind of what the discipline does. But I just want to kind of have an idea. Athletic strength and a hunger die. Uh, well, yeah. Replace whatever your hunger is. If your cat lets you roll dice. Yeah, he just jumped up on me. It's just this is this a thing. So uh, three successes. Okay. One on the hunger die. Okay. Apparently, he's good luck. Oh, so what did you get on the hunger die? Oh, it, it tells you if you get the crazy thing, right? Right. That's right. Okay. So that's a. Okay. Um, you uh, you you jump up, kind of all in one swell foop, and blast your way through the door. Uh, and you are uh, confronted with the barrel of a shotgun, and, hap- and 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 just barely roll to the to your left to kind of get out of the way as he fires it. So there is now a gun, and you you there's a blast coming out the door. I'm assuming none of you were standing directly in front of the door since since Floyd kicked it in. Can I use my rapid reflexes to disarm him? Um. Yes, give me a brawling plus dexterity. Is 
you're you're not you're still muted. Oh, I'm sorry. I was pushing the button down, but probably not hard enough. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. So, brawl and athletics. Got it. Yeah. It was brawl and dexterity. Uh, yeah, brawl and dexterity. Oh, I'm sorry. Brawl and dex. That doesn't change. Yeah. Two successes. Okay. Um, hey, Joy, your picture froze. Um, that's good. Um, at least it's good on here. Uh, all right. I you, was reading. Sorry. You grab onto the gun. The guy's able to to hold onto it. So you haven't snatched it completely out of his hand because I did this as a like a contest, and he got the same number of successes. So you basically have have the gun, and he pulled the gun past you, so that you're no longer in danger of being shot by it. And you can kind of control where he points it, but he's still holding onto it. Oh, and by the way, he's a priest. And, and you're muted. Right. What I'd like to do is actually take the take the gun and using my improvised melee skill, use the butt of the gun to smash him into the chin. So in other words, I'm holding onto the shotgun with right. two hands. I okay. want to jam it towards his face and smack him with it. Uh, let, I'm going to have everyone else go, do around, and then that'll be your next your next turn. Copy is, that. Anyone else uh, doing anything? Because you heard the gun go off. Yep. I'm going to rush in and see if I see uh, Mr. Cartwright. Okay. Uh, you run in. Uh, you th- This is like a little living room. This is like a small par- apartment, maybe one or two bedroom. Um, you don't. He's not in the living room. Definitely not in the living room. Lakshmi? I am going to spend a round uh, making my scorpions touch blood. Okay. Uh... Anna Maria? Anna Maria? Is it Anna Maria? Anna Sophia. Anna Sophia. I keep forgetting that. I'm going to uh, use Unseen Passage to move in Unseen uh, and try and like see what's going on in there first. In the first room? Yeah. Okay. Um, there's a priest standing there. Uh, he looks like he's like a serious priest because he's wearing like the long, the long robes. He's not wearing like pants and a shirt. So he must belong to some kind of order, um, like Catholic vestments. Yeah, but it, it, it's, um, but he's not wearing like the sashes and that kind of stuff. Pants um, cummerbund. No cummerbund, no pants. He's wearing like the gown thing that sometimes they wear. Um, and uh, you see that he's got like there's a there's a couch there, and he's got a Bible, a crucifix, some other text sitting there, and there's also a a, a dagger there as well. And that's about what you can see in a in a turn. Something I just realized, Stu, Uh I could not have entered because I have that flaw. I have to be invited in. Okay, so you're outside list looking. Okay. Um, Whatever you said, Samantha, we couldn't hear it. You were muted. You're still muted. Sorry, I was looking up abilities. Okay. uh, Do I have time to do something once I get in there or no? Uh, Yeah, a little bit, sure. 
Okay, that's what I was trying to look up, um, how uh, compel works. Do I have to be visible, or can I, like, invisibly walk behind this priest and whisper something weird in his ear? Is compel dominance? Yes. I think dominance... Doesn't dominance require eye contact? Let me, I don't know. Let, me, let me look Most real. dominate powers do. And, and I also think... I'm not sure, because it, it seems like last game, but if, it, if you make any attack... You become visible. I think we had that with Scully when he tried to do certain things, right? Same ability. No, oh, it's just a. Sam, are you looking for mesmerize? Is that the power you're using? It, maybe it's not. It, it, is is this a presence thing or is this a, a dominate thing? It is dominate. It's level one. Um, oh, there that, it is. I was blind. Yeah. Okay. It kind of hides. It took me a while to find it, too. With eye contact, the vampire could issue the victim a single... So you would have to become visible. By the way, Stu, I'm basically just going to hold an action to grab anybody that tries to leave by the balcony. Okay. Um... Are you going to make yourself visible? Anna Sophia? Tempting. <laughs> My other option is to just walk behind him and strangle the crap out of him. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, so that would be Brawl plus what? Oh, Dex, probably. Oh, well, you don't really have to hit him because he can't see you. So he basically would come up behind him and just and grab him. I would say... Yeah, bra- yeah I brawl. Want to, like put him in a sleeper hold. <laughs> okay, I would say brawl plus strength. Okay, sure. Why not? Let's try that. Okay. I got one success. Okay. Well, and, he, and he is surprised, so I would give him at least a die penalty to his defense if you're rolling a defense for him. Right. That, that's what I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm checking the, the combat rolls right now. It's been a while since we've... No successes. Okay. Um... All right, so you've got him in a stranglehold, and I'm going to say he's going to take a point of whatever it's called, minor damage per turn while he's in that. Well, he take. I mean, he's going to take two for the first turn because that that's the difference in in um, in successes. I believe it's called bashing damage. Do they call it now? I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think she's strangling him. I was going to bash him. Oh, by all means, feel free. Okay. I uh, think it's it's a bashing, lethal, and aggravated damage. Well, there's only two. Damage. There's only two now. They got rid oh, of the okay. mid- they got rid of the middle one. Um, so, uh, Felix, go ahead and make that um, awareness wits. 
almost forgot my hunger day. Oh, God, don't do that. Nine, nine, seven, ten. And my hunger die was a nine. Oh, okay. So that's four, four successes? That would be four successes, okay. yeah. Um, about a half a block away, because you're kind of watching the window and kind of looking around, um, you see someone who's been parked, looks like they You didn't see someone like walk out and get into this car. So obviously whoever was sitting in this car has been sitting there for a while. And you see that they the car starts and they take off kind of with a er! like a little a little wheel squeal, not a lot, not like burning rubber, but just like they left in a haste. It's about half a block from you. Okay. Can I spot the license plate number? Um I mean, I got a pretty good roll on my awareness. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you got the license number. Okay. and then I don't feel like I'm in a position where I can chase. It's a car, right? So, yeah. Right. Don't you need a blink? Aren't you blinky? No, I only have one dot in uh, potence. No, he's talking about celerity. No, I don't have celerity. I have obfuscate, animalism, and potence. Okay. Um, so it's back to... It's back to Floyd. Yeah, so I was just going to try to, um, to, you know, since I've got my both hands or one hand on the on the shotgun, is to smash him in the face with it, hoping he, hoping he lets go. Okay, go ahead and and, and roll. Uh, let's say brawl plus strength, and I'm going to let you add. I'm going to let you add two dice to it. Should probably just let it add, let him add his potent dice, right? Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. What's your potence? How many dots? Two. Yeah, there you go. Just add two. Uh, three successes. One on the hunger die. Okay. Um, all right, you knock him out. Uh, so it looks like he was doing an exorcism. Great. Is there any sign of Stanley? Uh, yeah, he's in the, the the like. If you look around the apartment, you go in like through the side door, and he's he's in a um, he's in one. There's two bedrooms. He's in one of the two bedrooms, um, <clears throat> uh, laying on the bed. He is out like a light. Um, there is a small vial and a syringe on the nightstand. By the by, I'm going to be checking that dating app for any local signals signals that might be alerting somebody to something. Okay. Great. Does someone want to grab him for me? I can't really come in until I get invited and just knock up the person. Oh, that's right. You were outside, so you're peeking through the window, I'll say. I keep forgetting that you can't well, go in. The, the person that owns the place isn't around anymore, so you can probably walk in. Actually, I was going to ask, you said Anna Sophia came with us, Sam? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Now, yeah, once the guy's dead, d- d- does that still count? Was he dead? I thought he was still unconscious. If he's dead, then I think I'm probably fine. 
I don't know. Well, that's how we treated it for all of the other people's houses. Is if he's dead, okay. you're fine. All right. So, but he's, if he's just unconscious, unconscious, I don't think that uh, the same rules apply. Yeah, he's unconscious. He's not dead. It's not our place to kill this man in, in Anna Sophia's territory. This is a priest. It might be a useful tool for her. She has say about what we should do with him. Oh, yes. We should take him back to the, che- the cathedral. <laughs> I mean, if you want this man in your house, that's your decision. We just ca- we just came for Mr. Cartwright. It, but Felix, you seem to have gotten distracted for a moment. Felix is outside. Oh, uh, never mind. Never mind. My bad. Well, then I say if someone can grab Samuel and if you want to grab this priest, you can get them on the boat and get back before sunrise. Uh, I am going to call Lakshmi. Okay. So I don't know how it's going in there, but outside there was a car observing the building that drove off. Damn it. Did you get a license plate? Of course. I knew I could count on you. I'm going to grab the body and, and hand it to um, to Colin. In the end, after that, I'm going to search this place for any ID information and anything else, with Anna Sophia's permission, please. Of course. Okay. Um, it looks like... Th- this kind of looks like it might be some kind of a safe house. Um there's there's not a lot of stuff in the refrigerator. Most of the food is, is in cupboards, and it's stuff that can keep for a long time. Um, uh, there doesn't seem to be, like, you go and check, because this is an apartment building. This isn't like a like a, hotel, a motel. So, I mean, you go, and it, it's got, there, there's beds. There's, like, built-in cabinets or, like, drawers. And you open them up, and there's, like, almost nothing in them. So it looks like looking looking at the place. It looks like it's might be some kind of a safe house. You, because I was a doctor for so many years, what does the vial contain? Oh, uh, uh, it's like uh, it's uh, some kind of uh, very strong sedative. Is there any left? Yes. Um, and in the Bible, is there anything that, or was it open to any page in particular? Or is there anything in the Bible? Uh, the Bible is closed. So I'll do a quick flip through it, and then maybe shake it out and see if there's anything. Okay. Um, there, if there's one of those little ribbons? Yeah, that. If there's a ribbon that's marked also, before I shake it out, I'd like to do the whole sort of like, you know, you, you set it down gently and see where it opens up to, to see which the page is opened up to the most. Okay. Uh, it is... Uh, it tends to open up around the uh, the Gospel of Luke. I am your father. <laughs> and you kind of read through it, and there's nothing there. There's there's certainly nothing there about vampires or or drinking blood or anything of that sort. 
now that I know that the car is driven away, I'm going to walk over to the area where it was uh, parked. Okay. Is there any debris or, um, you know, food wrappers or anything that was thrown out of the car? Uh, no. Mm-mm. Uh, can I would like to join you down there, and uh, and I'll run a search on the license plate and see if I can find out who it belongs to. Okay, that would be what technology plus wits. That sounds pretty reasonable to me. Right. Remind me. Remind me after this is done to ask for ID on the priest. I got five successes with a regular success on my blood die, so it is not missing. Okay. Um, we should all play from home more often. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think Stu, Stu has like, got magnets under his table to mess up. I, I do. Um, the, uh, the car is registered to St. Luke's Church. In Long Beach. Well, I think it might be uh, wise to pay a visit. I don't want to have them tracking us back. Um, While they're investigating the car, uh, Ana Sophia is going to uh, ghoul this priest and then sedate him a little. Um, to ghoul him. Well, he's unconscious. You're going to try to feed him blood unconscious? Yep. Okay. Plus, can I take some of my blood in this syringe and combine it with a sedative as a two-for-one? Yes, I would say you could do that. Devilish clever. So, cool. So it doesn't have to go in the mouth. Right. Okay. Great, let's do and, that. And risk asphyxi- asphyxiating him. Okay, yeah, you do that, and then you mix that with the propanol or whatever it is, and and he's completely out now. Perfect. Now I believe you you have to hit him. You have to hit him with blood more than I think you have to hit him two or three times. So this is like step one, if I recall. Yeah, right it's right. it's lengthy to do that. You can't just do it like instantly. Oh no, that's why we're taking him with me. Okay. Personally, I feel so great to see what's going to happen, but I feel real bad for that priest. <laughs> Sorry about it. Meh. Oh, no, honey, don't apologize. That's awesomeness. There's no way she wasn't kidnapping him for evil. <laughs> Gotta love, like, perverting a true believer in, through the ways of science. Right? So good. All right, well, I'm just holding this unconscious man. I'd like to get back to the boat before we notice. Well, let's get on out of here. Well, we should we should go by St. Luke's. In Long Beach? I don't think we have the time. And besides, um, right now, unless that person has his own boat, like yours truly, they're not getting off this island. 
St. Luke's will still be there after our encounter at the Rose Bowl. True. I just hate leaving loose ends. They're so messy. Ragged. Able to come and stab you in your sleep. Well, they don't know who we are. I hate to say it, but the moat is rifled with kindred. We could be anybody from anywhere. Perhaps Anna's of, I'm, I'm, perhaps Miss Lighthizer can help track down this car while we're away, since it was her domain and she might have more resources than we do. It literally belongs to St. Luke's. It would behoove us to uh, let her know that it appears there are, uh, if not vampire hunters, very fanatical priests on her island. Right. It might be worth a boon from us to her for to let her know that, although she did give us permission for that. But she might also have an in with the traffic people and might be able to keep track of this car for us while we're off defending the Rose Bowl. I'll make sure to send her a, an appropriate message detailing the fact that there are priests on her island that she may want to investigate or eradicate for her will. Unless, since we're so kind enough to remove this one from her domain... Uh, I'm also calling Captain Roberts and having him and the crew be vigilant for a late model Impala gray license plate number, blah, 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 coming anywhere near the harbor to board a boat. And we should be careful just waltzing into Long Beach without letting whoever is in charge there know that we're gone our way. Yeah, people from Long Beach can be mean. <laughs> I mean, there's some real jerks over there. They are mean. Can confirm. Okay. So you guys make it back to the boat. Um, eh, Someone, who's carrying bodies? That would be me and Anna Sophia, I think. Give me... um, I will help Anna Sophia carry the body. No, I just want, like, stealth maybe wits rolls just to make sure that because you guys don't have a car or anything so you're, you're literally subterfuge can we uh weekend at bernie's this guy <laughs> oh there you go you could do that i would allow that sure yeah that was kind of my thought i wanted to find some alcohol somewhere maybe just douse both of us and make us look like frat boys who are trying to get back to a boat i put sunglasses on them that kind of thing. Okay, yeah. Naturally. Just give me like just uh, um, either one of you. I would say resolve plus sub- subterfuge maybe. Okay. Would that work? So I've got four. I don't know if do you have better, Sam. I have a total of seven. That's all you, boo-boo. Uh, And big props to Sam for the Weekend at Bernie's reference. Absolutely. How many? Four. Four. Okay. Awesome. All right. So you guys make it back to the boat. What did I say? Was it 30 minutes? So it's four o'clock. Yeah, you guys make it. You guys can make it back to your your havens right before dawn. Like, I love the Gygaxian time counting. It's just so perfect. You, yeah, you make it back. I mean, the, the, the sky's just starting to glow a little. 
perfect. We'll get a little bit of light, nice pre-dawn light through the stained glass windows as I securely tie this priest up in my abandoned cathedral. Okay, excellent. All right. And then everyone is going to bed? Yeah, uh, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I, I think so. Okay. I'm actually going to head back to the mall because I haven't really had a place to figure out where to stay here yet. Okay. Uh, I am going to have uh, one one or two of my congregation members come to make sure this guy stays put. Okay. Yeah, uh, can I have uh, Floyd, based on the amount of sedative he was given, uh, you tell me how long Samuel Cartwright's going to be under? Absolutely. Uh, judging on the fact that it was an animal tranquilizer, and then I'm going I'm to wait till Stu tells me how many dice to roll, I can give you an amount. Uh, you don't need to. You don't need to roll. I don't think. Um, he, he, it, it, probably the amount you gave him is probably going to be out for about six hours. <clears throat> Can I put out a kind of like put a tag on that license plate so it pops up if it comes up on any you know traffic cameras or anything? Yeah, that that's probably something that's going to take you some time to do. That involves... Can I do it on the way home? Yeah, go ahead and make another technology wits. Also, I want to make sure that the person in charge of that island knows what's going on. Right. I'll send, I'll send her a message uh, the next night. I wasn't saying that I necessarily needed to do it. I just want to make sure that it was done. Okay. No. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's she's, on the red. Well, it? she's... T- She's Toreador, I'm Toreador, I'll, I'll get it taken care of. I got three successes, uh, nothing on the hunger. Okay. Uh, you got it set up so if the thing passes any of those um, uh, uh, cameras on the at uh, stoplights, then it'll, it'll come up for you. Okay. Okay, so yeah, I think I'll have Samuel... Your mic is off, man. Damn it. Hi! I hate my keyboard. I'm going to have Samuel uh, bound and uh, fun gagged in the spare bedroom of my apartment just in case he wakes up before I wake up. And then we can kind of reestablish our connection uh, at the beginning of the next night. Okay. All right. Hot. All right, so everyone, everyone goes to bed for the day. Uh, let's go ahead and call it here because it's six fifty-five. Um, who? Someone got a stain. I did. Uh, roll. Okay, so you take the, the, your total health, your total um, humanity track, and then you, you you have a certain number crossed off, which is the humanity you actually possess. And then you have one stain, so the remaining boxes, you roll that many dice. And you're looking for at least one success. I got three successes. Okay, alright. So, you feel bad about what you did, and you erase the stain. And is there any uh, XP things that anyone needs to do, or anything like that? I'm going to give you guys uh, two points. That's two, a question I have. What 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 is everybody's total? Because I don't seem to have that noted. Oh, you know, we talked about that at the the session that you missed. I think, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Was it? I f- mean, it was something like two points per session or something like that. I it. Mm. 
six sticks in my head, and then I just spent, <laughs> and I had three left over from character creation, so I spent nine just recently, and that's all I had written down. But again, I had three left over from something else. So let's say it was six. So we're a total of eight now. You're a total of eight. I think I put my extra point in Dominate. Lord help me, I cannot remember. I think I might want to get another point, point in either obfuscate or potence, I'm not sure. Right. I was just looking at those charts today. I think it's on 118 about what the cost is. Yeah, everyone can just slack me what it is they want to, um, they, what they want to spend it on. Just, just let me know. All right. Well, I bought two points of a- athletics before I started this game today. Okay. I think I'm saving it for rank four of presence. There's some good shit in there. Okay. I think I'm going to save mine for now too. Okay. Coolio. All right, so we're good. Thank you for joining us for what was this session five? Five. Uh, session five of um, the Glittering Night in Vampire Masquerade Fifth Edition. My name is Stu, and everyone can kind of figure out where they should say their names. I'm Jim. I'm Joey. Start. Pooja. And Sam. And thank you very much, and we'll see you uh, in two weeks. Just don't say